0: Wrestling is hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard, number four, wrestling, email, questions, and complaints. Wrestling at hard, gmail.com. We don't ever get emails. <laughs> I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How you doing? Let's go, Phils. Do people still send emails? I don't think anybody sends emails. I get them for We had one. We just ignored it, huh? <laughs>
1: we did get one. And ignored it. It's hard. Okay. I'm good, man. Go, Phillies. We, uh, got to, I think I got a little... Phillies fever in you. Friday night, we got into the game, went to a concert, uh, caught the end of it at Johnny Brenda's in Philadelphia. And I think that has since subsided. You're over the Phillies already, so I hear, as we were talking about before we get on. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. I'm glad everybody's happy. We had a good time on Friday. I had a blast. Yeah, that was fun. Good show we playing a game but trying not to check our phones. I
0: was failing miserably at that, especially once they Failed went to miserably. the 10th inning.
1: Once the ninth inning was over, I was checking my phone until we went and watched the rest of the game. <laughs> and then, yeah, somehow we're shit, checking yeah. our phone through a concert every two minutes, trying to see if something happens, and then somehow we miss the only time that they do score. We go downstairs where there's a TV at Johnny Brenda's at to watch the game, and staring at it for five minutes, and Jimmy goes, holy shit, I think that says 6-5, five, not 5-5, five, five. and I was like, no, it doesn't. Uh, it actually did. The Phillies ended up winning. We just couldn't see it from 50 feet away with all these people in front of us. But yeah, it was a good time. It was an interesting
0: scene. We had a good time. We both, I was hugging and and high fiving people I didn't know. It was fun. Yeah, it's good to you know get into the spirit. But as it's slowly affecting the rest of my life, <laughs> the the games moving around, working in bar, running a bar and staffing a bar. And anybody knows me, I don't like to spend money. So who's the extra hand? The nights that the Phillies are playing? I'm not paying anybody. I'll do it myself. So it's infringing on my uh my personal time. Speaking of which, Chris, how you doing? That was
2: fucking horrible until about two minutes ago. Now I'm doing better.
0: Good. See, so you gotta get vent. You gotta get it out. You gotta vent feel better.
2: You get to vent. Uh That's my it. always it's been a pattern in my life where my my depression leads to uh violent outbursts. <laughs> violent outbursts of anger. So uh but now we, um, I'm with Jimmy. Uh, as as when I'm when I'm in it, I, I dig it. But when I'm thinking about it, I can't stand it. You know, like tomorrow night, I have to go into work, and I'll be into it while I'm working, I'll be into it. But I um, when I th- when I'm thinking about Thursday night, and then I have a uh, a football game and a baseball game that I'm gonna have to work. I, I I'll dread it till the second I go in. So. And also, I was telling Brandon before the podcast, I, I think I said it to you too, Jim, I don't know, but I went from possibly working game seven, and that was the only game I was going to have to work, because it's just the way the schedule lined up, from possibly working game seven to working games, what, four, five, and six. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not going in tonight, fuck up.
0: Yeah. See, my whole thing was, my schedule was... uh Tomorrow is my birthday. And Tina and my wife and I go out for my birthday. We always go to the same place now. This we go to Royal Izakai in South Philly. They have eat fucking sushi and noodles and drink giant beers and drink sake and then go home and be home by ten and asleep. But now I gotta shift all this. We gotta do it next week, maybe. I don't wanna do it next week. I wanna do it now. We don't do gifts and all that shit. We go out to dinner. And this is changing it all. So now I'm grumpy. But I'm okay with it.
2: I actually asked for a birthday gift this year.
0: What'd you get? There's something get?
2: specific I asked for. I asked to. Uh, actually, I was just. I informed my wife that I was going to, without her consent, buy Shin Ultraman on <laughs> on Amazon when it comes out. So it's going to pop up on her card because the thing's all hooked up to her
0: pocket. Oh, it's already paid for? It's yeah. already out?
2: No, 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 no. That's. It. I think it comes out, the, the. my birthday's coming up, too. My birthday's the 13th, so I it, it comes it was, out that, that Friday.
0: I thought maybe it was streaming for free. I guess not. The movie?
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I remember you, you sent me something. Maybe it is, but you sent me something. I thought it said you had to pay for it.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I'll pay 20 bucks for it or whatever. Oh, I don't give a shit. I can't fucking wait.
1: Yeah. Is so this is a we, Blu-ray
0: uh, or is this a book? Sorry. No, this is, this the is fucking uh, streaming. Streaming. Oh oh, um,
2: yeah. We had a so. I got all my angst out this weekend. It was a fucking exhausting weekend, but I got through it. And uh, yeah, moving on.
1: Onward and upward. You know, Jim. Royal Zakaya does have takeout and delivery.
0: Yeah, I like spice up your night tomorrow. I want to sit in there. I got to go to work. I am not doing it at work. Fuck work, dude. Work sucks. (laughs) <laughs> we eating. I, yeah, we're thank you. We We got there. I, we have one bowl at work, right? And it's like I bought it at, at, at the Asian restaurant or Asian supply, so it looks like a noodle bowl. I eat everything out of it. What'd you get? What'd you get? Ramen? That's no, it's a fucking. It's it's a salad. It's a chopped we're, up hot we're, dog. Yeah, we we uh dog shit.
2: But don't fucking get your nose out of my fucking food. When. This happens a lot at my work because, like, when I'm there, I'm there by myself, usually, right? And even if I'm not, I got to hork food down behind the bar. If you're listening to this, hopefully we have enough people listening to this that they'll take this message. When your bartender's horking down food behind the bar because it's the only time he's able to eat, (laughs) don't ask him what he's fucking eating. Leave him the fuck alone. It's a sustenance. (laughs) Go. I'm eating a big fucking place of I wish you'd die in a fucking horrible, fiery crash. That's what I'm eating, you motherless Ooh.
0: cocksucker. There you go. Motherless <laughs> and a cocksucker. <laughs> okay, here's your advice, listeners. While you're out there celebrating. Don't your- talk
2: to your bartender
0: no, that's it. <laughs> at all. When you're out there celebrating your sports, be kind to the staff, be conscientious, and be generous. Because we ain't having fun usually we may pretend it's all smiles man <laughs> you're my friend but as soon as you leave you're like i fucking hope you drank enough and got behind the wheel because you gonna die bitch there you go Woo! Yeah.
1: go see chris i, had some I, I <laughs> had, had some I had some green tea yeah. shots every 10 minutes green tea <laughs> shots.
2: i had i had somebody say to me well so first of all this one person we, we, my, uh, my wife and I, my wife gave him the greatest nickname. His nickname is Margaritaville. So Margaritaville has a tendency of ordering his drink. Uh, if you can, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this, but I'll describe it. He holds his glass up, shakes it and points to it.
0: Oh, hell no. That ain't happening.
2: And I, well, w- you know, you, you remember I, so I worked with a guy and fuck it. I'll say his name because the dude was awesome. He doesn't work there anymore. His name is Joe Arrow. He was out of his mind, and he was fucking hilarious, and I loved him. And whenever anybody would demand things from him, and he was an older guy. He was probably in his mid-60s at the time, maybe a little bit like closer to 70. And when people were very demanding, he would go <laughs> – or if he was doing something with his back to him, like he's working on the register and people start shouting drinks, he would just go, yes, sir, right away, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, right away, sir, yes, sir, right away, sir, right away, sir, yes, sir, right? So now what I do is I go, when he does, when this guy shakes the glass or points to the glass, I go, does, does, does that mean you need another one?
1: Yeah.
2: Do, you, do you need another one? Is that what that means? Do you need another one? And then I, because I can't stop him. Wouldn't make a yell at him. Sure. Yell at him, will fucking explode.
0: The, like physically? Hey. I might want to see that.
2: He's that old. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, fuck you. This is the big fuck you
0: episode. All right, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about this is something. the big
2: fu- bad luck, a vale, fuck them
0: episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we uh, there's been a lot going on. And uh, the last thing we wanted to do was watch AEW. So we haven't been watching AEW. We did our Halloween episode. That was fun. Go check it out, Halloween Havoc. I actually listened back to that. It is pretty funny. We were struggling at one point because that fucking pay per view sucked. But man, it was that was a funny fucking episode. I suggest you go back and watch that or listen to that, and definitely watch Halloween Havoc '91 for the first 20 minutes and then turn it the fuck off.
1: When Jimmy said, and then we're just gonna go through this match by match. My heart sank. I'm <laughs> like, oh no, not match by match. <laughs> We had a good time. Oz
0: versus Bill Kazmaier. <laughs> He's got a giant punching balloon
2: painted like the planet Earth.
0: Best two out of three falls match anywhere on a card. He's like, oh,
2: God. Just it a three falls match. Right. right. Assemble it like a giant, uh, assemble a giant cage and then take 20 minutes to take it down before moving on to a match that nobody cares about.
0: So let's uh, let's talk about some stuff. I'm just curious because we kind of struggle every week. I think you guys can agree to watch professional wrestling. It's kind of hard. And that's why this is called Wrestling is Hard. The reason being is that there's moments that are fun. And then there's 60% that's fucking trash. That's not entertaining. That's commercials. That's commercials for the show you're watching. That's promos for a show no one watches, Rampage. It's, it, And I've been thinking about this, and what gravitates me towards Japanese wrestling, I think, over the years. And I'm not a television fan. I'm not a big TV guy. I don't like to sit down and watch fucking TV. And these shows are, the American wrestling shows, are structured like television shows. At some point, Vince McMahon post-attitude era, probably early 2000s, decided that every show has to have a massive promo segment. It can't just be stuff, quick cuts to why things are happening. It's got to be long. It's got to be, and you know, it's it's bled into AEW. This is what AEW is like. They were going to be different. The only thing that's different about AEW is, okay, it's different faces, different style of matches, still long-ass promos. It's just instead of 20-minute promos, we get 10-minute promos by these guys. The show's still two fucking hours long. Now, I'm not bashing the show. AEW's way better, in my opinion. It's a much more entertaining product than WWE. But I found, thinking about it, that I don't enjoy watching this. And Japanese wrestling is built like a live event. You, It is for the live audience to go there. There's stuff all over the show. You get this early match between go- like Tiger Mask, who's 50, and a kid in black underwear getting the shit kicked out of him for fucking ten minutes. But it's to liven you up and you're ready to go. And the crowd's pumped because now they have crowds that cheer. And I'd like to talk about Japanese wrestling. And I'd like to know why. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you don't, a lot of people don't watch uh, Japanese wrestling. Mostly it's the language. Easy to get over. I don't listen to fucking commentary. Rarely in American uh, pro wrestling. But, I mean, I just want to talk about some of the positive stuff that's going on in Japan that... Maybe we should be paying attention, especially Russell Kingdon season coming up. Thoughts? Brandon, any thoughts about this?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, it seems like a lot of the entertainment media that I've been consuming lately, it's an era of retreads and remakes, copies of stuff. Uh, last night, I watched some of AEW, and then I watched the new Hellraiser movie, and both of them just blurred together. To me, is like this is kind of a soulless uh, <laughs> recreation of something like this is what it's supposed to be. OK, yeah, this is a wrestling show. This is a horror movie that immediately, as soon as they both ended, just went uh, in one ear out the other. I can't even remember what I watched. Uh, Japanese wrestling for me, I think, it, you know, f- as I got into it as an adult, feels very fresh to me. It's interesting. There's a lot to learn, There's a lot of depth to it that I didn't know about. Um, the the challenge is just the accessibility. I think, I obviously, you have your New Japan world, but beyond that, you go into, I think it's DDT Universe or the other site, and there's just hours and hours of content that, Universe, to yeah. navigate. Yeah, Wrestle Universe, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, to navigate. So you kind of need somebody to point you in the right direction there a little bit. But uh, I think if you can get through that, you know, you will feel the freshness that you're looking for.
0: Even YouTube, YouTube's got, all you have to do is find some companies, subscribe, they put up shows all the time. It's basically a handheld over top of this, you know, like a stationary camera over top of it just recording the stuff. You don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But it's fun. It's entertaining. It's goofy. There's no commentary. I think I've kind of gotten I've gotten away from commentary in general. Yeah. Just, I just don't need it. I like to feel like I'm there. I don't like to feel like someone is treating me like I'm a fucking moron and I don't know how good versus evil works. How I'm not how I'm supposed to root for good guys, but I'm supposed to boo the cheater. Like, you know, it's it's common sense. It's good versus evil. It's the battle of two athletes, and I find that uh, the most attractive part about it. What pushes me away from American wrestling? Chris thoughts.
2: When we first got into Japanese wrestling in the nineties, um, there was no commentary in English, and I never. I never felt felt like it needed it. I always felt like it would be cooler to hear what the to know exactly what the Japanese commentary uh, commentary team was saying. But I never needed to understand what. Be told what the storyline was. I find myself the only time I actually need commentary in professional wrestling right now is if uh, we're watching something for the podcast and I want to do something else.
0: You know? Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so like,
2: if I'm cooking and I have AEW on in the background, and even like, you know, we're 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 I'm watching AEW for to do the show, and they are, I'll be cooking dinner, and they'll explain what's going on, and I'll have to keep my eyes on the screen the entire time. Whereas if we watch Stardom, and there's no there's a Japanese commentator, and I don't have a problem watching Stardom, but I have to actually block that time out where I have nothing else to do. Uh I don't need the commentary. Uh you get you get subtitles on the uh post match promos which will sum up any um if you're just jumping in any minor 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 um story intricacies that you may not be able to follow. Uh things like um uh Suzu Suzuki coming back. I mean cuz like stardom will go back a year. Something that happened a year and a half, 2 years ago. So if you're new to it and you didn't see it happen, you may be a little confused. But they do a good job of translating that after the fact during the promos. Um, but yeah, I'm with I'm with you. I, I I and I, you listen. I've been bitching about wrestling reruns since we started doing this. I've been using the world word rerun over and over again. It's no different. Um, it's become. And, and, and even for the live audience to what you were saying, um, when you talk about AEW or WWE, which we don't even really watch, but if you talk about these two major products in the United States, the live audience, you're, you lose them because the, the the, on TV, you're watching a TV show that is, that should be geared towards you watching something meant for a live audience, right? You watch any sport. They don't change the way it's presented. They want you to feel like you're there, right? They don't, they don't change the way it's presented to enhance the drama of what's going on while you're sitting on your couch watching. And when you talk about an AEW, or just like you say, the American wrestling, major American wrestling promotions, if you talk about watching them on television, you're watching a sporting event, quote unquote.
0: And we're talking that, about, sorry, I just cut you off. We're talking about live television. Not like TV casings. Yes. We're talking about live yeah, television. Live ahead, television.
2: Continue. You're watching a sporting event that is um that they're presenting to you like a television show. And then if you go live, you're watching a television show being recorded that's being presented like a sporting event. And it, it they they don't have that. You go to Ring of Honor, even though it's well, it's not dead, but it's dead. Remember when you would go to Ring of Honor, they did pay-per-views. You didn't know what was going on. They did TV tapings. You had to watch it was made for the people that were there, and then they had small promos that were being cut. You couldn't even hear a lot of them right? if they were talking into a microphone to a camera. Different if you're in the middle of the ring, but if you're talking to a microphone to a camera, you couldn't even hear them. That's the way it was when they used to tape uh, WWF in Allentown, and that's how you kept people involved. It wasn't these long fucking periods of like, here's a commercial break. Let's show some commercials. We'll show the exact commercials that we show on TV to the stadium. It's really... It's really it's really an odd thing. It's become an odd thing. And I'm glad you bring it up because it's almost like I haven't been able to nail down what has, tur- what has just become like this drudgery of watching professional wrestling. And that's what it is.
0: Well, you know, even live, you're watching a television show be created. Right. And by the time you get to the point where it's TV, when you're doing a TV taping at AEW, you're watching either before the main show, which is at six o'clock. And I'm not there yet. Or you're watching after the main show, which is Rampage, which stinks. And I'm already gassed out, so I don't want to watch that. The day of TV tapings with a live show in the middle. I don't know. I, I it's, it's what makes it hard to watch. Like I I can't figure out how to watch. You can't on on on, on a DVR and on Peacock. You can't <laughs> double time. I don't think. If you watch it on YouTube, you can double time. You can zip through. You gotta fast forward and then pause it. Oh, I missed something. I gotta back up. It's, it's hard. It's hard to fucking wrestling is hard, brother. (laughs) It's tough. But I wanted to grab some stuff that was cool. Brandon, any final thoughts on that before we move on? No, let's move on. Yeah, I wanted to grab some stuff that that I thought was interesting. And uh, most importantly, you know, I keep asking myself, and you know, New Japan's had a tough fucking run the last since pandemic. It's been rough. They haven't had any foreign talent. Guys are starting to go over. But it's, like, in general, it's just, it's not, it's not, it used to be the cool thing to watch. But I did catch up on the tag tournament, the, uh, sorry, the uh, TV title tournament. And there was a match between Ren Narita, I don't know if you guys watch this, it was Ren Narita, who is now back, he's 24, I believe. He's back from his excursion. It's it? called the Son of Strong Style. He's basically Katsuyori Shibata, a more athletic Katsuyori Shibata. And him versus Tomohiro Ishii rekindled my love for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Brand, did you catch this? I did not, no. Oh, I sent you guys I told you to check it out. Chris, did you check this? <laughs> Baseball and football have worn my brain to a okay. nub, so I apologize, Jim. I didn't no, okay. they what beat, happened. They beat the fucking shit out of each other. It was awesome. Renda Marita pulled it out. With a three count. In under 15 minutes. Flashback to like 2016, 17, 18 New Japan. Like hard hitting. Crowd going fucking berserk. They had cheering in the crowd. There was women crying in the fucking crowd when Ren Rita won. It was absolutely insane. And one of the things I think that is missing from New Japan is the cheering crowds. I think we're getting there. We're getting to the point where we can go back. We can go... And look at New Japan again and be like excited every week. And I think Wrestle Kingdom is going to bring this back. We're going to have these live crowds, people screaming, people crying, people ripping their hair out when their guy loses. I think we're close to it. I think we're going to get there. And I think the days of us having to drudge through television shows called pro wrestling might, might be. This looked like it was going to be the future of professional wrestling. And everybody was going to treat pro wrestling like it was a fucking sport. Ring of Honor was doing it. New Japan does it, and then Noah started getting better, and they were doing it, and it started to feel like, oh, okay, we have a legit, like, something fun to watch that isn't a television show that is called Pro Wrestling, and it kind of died with the pandemic, and I think that maybe, maybe we're getting it back. Brandon, thoughts?
1: I mean, it's, it's, New Japan kind of finds himself in a position that I felt like they were in when I got into them, where the audience is hungry for something interesting and no one's providing it felt like AEW was going to give that for a little while, but you know, this is just watching pro wrestling. We previously mentioned is just one of those things where all the companies feel like they're just kicking it back and forth. Like we don't want to put anything good out. We don't have anything good to show you. Uh, and once again, they can kind of bounce here and, and heat up pretty quickly. So I think I will check that out that match. Chris,
0: good. I think, you
2: know, every, conversation that we had about new japan we would kind of wrap it up with one of us saying uh, you know but i mean i think this is going to get better after the pandemic's over so it's not really you know you're 100 percent correct it's not really brain surgery we never got any new people we never got any crowds that were into it they had i'm not going to shit on um oh, jesus name the samurai guy that uh was the champion for a while
0: oh um shingo Yeah, it's not
2: sorry shingo he was awesome i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna shit on him that's what i'm saying like but the shingo championship run i mean it was the best that they can do not that that dude isn't fucking awesome he is i had no problem with him being the champion um the weird okada the belt is the belt but this is the belt because i like this belt better and i don't know if i'm gonna win that belt for the belt's sake of the belt and here's a belt that that's the belt that the winners won that belt i don't they took
0: they took osprey's belt away and Because he couldn't make it over, and he was running around with a with a replica belt, saying, "This is the belt." And then the other guy's like, "Fuck."
2: But I will say this: um, you know, I mean, at no point at no point during this entire time was that not where the talent that the best talent in the world existed. Okay, I'll give you uh, Danielson in AW, but when you're when you're talking about um, pure talent that I want the talent that I want to see that I want on my television, it begins and ends with Okada. And then there's all these other guys that I would rather see on my TV. Zack Sabre, Jr. uh, Of course, Tanahashi, even though he's a hundred years old, he's actually a year younger than me, but Tanahashi, um, any of these guys uh, on the new Japan roster. Um, So I'm really excited to see when this starts getting rolling again. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if their plan wasn't keep it floating. Keep it going until we get to Wrestle Kingdom 2023, and then we can explode this thing all over the place again. Um, you said a tweet out that I'm not going to get into the context of the tweet, but it had uh, Minoru Suzuki and uh, Tom Waller. I can't wait to fucking really get to see Tom Waller. I'm excited about this fucking dude. I, I, you know, it's like you look at that guy and you're like, wow, how? nobody looks like him. There is nobody. In the fucking world of professional wrestling, that looks like that fucking animal.
0: He's skanky looking.
2: A dude, horrible looking. And he I can't wait to see him. And look, it ain't like he do not know it. He's not out there. Hey, Lean's into it.
0: He's, his nickname's Dirty. It.
2: Right. He's <laughs> Filthy Tom Lawler. Filthy, yeah. yeah. Tom filthy. Tom sorry, uh, I called him Dirty. Filthy. We, we saw him. Who did we see him fight? Davy Boy Smith Jr.? Right, at the showboat. Yeah, yeah. Davy Boy Smith Jr. So I'm very I mean, like, I think we're in this subconscious holding pattern and we weren't putting ourselves through the the worst of the worst in in New Japan. So I'm not tired of it. I missed it. And hopefully this gets uh, this gets them rolling again. But I'll be honest with you. You if you give me. uh, Wrestling from America in one plate and then wrestling from Japan on another plate. You might as well you could take a shit on the wrestling that that could be the wrestling in America played. It's just a hefting hefty liquefied bowl of doo doo. It, 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 it's always gonna lose in my opinion. And it's because of the presentation. Uh it's because of the I'll say it, horrific fan base and the way that they behave. Um it's just it's just a totally different animal and it's not it, it, it's winning. It it AW, in my opinion, aw was the best thing going over the last few years by fucking default it was by default
0: yeah they had live crowds
2: they had live crowds nothing really got me and there was one or two like there were some matches that i watched and i really got into while i was watching i said it before the acclaimed versus keith lee and um and swerve i got into that i was not excited for that that was the work rate and the story being told by the four guys in the ring that made me get involved with that. But as far as everything in the way that it was presented, and the build-up to it, I didn't give a fuck, dude. Like, it didn't matter. Nothing has mattered to me, right? There was one match that I was excited to see because it was being – I mean, I'm sure there are if I think about it. But if I can name one match that I was really excited to see, just because the presentation leading up to it was so fucking stupid and goofy on purpose – was Would have been John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in the exploding ring. And it was a fucking. It was like somebody just fucking laid out a wet fart at the end of it and disappointed the entire wrestling world.
0: <laughs> I mean, there was, there was stuff at AEW. I'm not going to completely knock AEW. There was some stuff with their builds where they built to. I mean, Brandon's a big fan of the chaos matches. I am too. Where they built to. You know, the Stampede match was great. But, you know, take that out of the equation. They're, we're talking about pay-per-view matches. Pay-per-views are a different format than the television show week to week. I'll still throw on a WWE pay-per-view once in a while. Sure. I, want, I am not ever going to sit there through three hours of fucking Raw. I have more I have more important things to do. I can masturbate probably five times in three hours before I get Raw. I would much rather do that <laughs> than sit there. That's a lot of times. That's a lot. <laughs> Jesus. That is a lot. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, Real quick, it, it,
2: you notice what I said when I talked about the matches that I got into. As far as I'm concerned, like you said, there were good matches. None of them were done during the produced and written build. Right. I didn't give a fuck. CM Punk, MJF, and the dog collar match. I'll give it that one. They did a good job with that. But none of it was like, all right, we're going to put our heads together, and we're going to write this story, and it's going to get people involved. And then it's going to go, it's going to steamroll and more people are going to get them, more people are going to buy them. Everybody's going to be entered your seat and then the pay-per-view hit and then an good of your finale. No, it was all, uh, and then you you go, oh, that match was really good. But nobody, I didn't give a fuck about 99% of them until I was in the match and the work rate and the storytelling being done by the people that were involved in that match is what put the hook on me and said, this is good.
1: Think about and the age. Ed-
2: think back and be like, okay, it was all right. It was okay, but the end of it was great. The actual match was great, and that wasn't had nothing to do with production. None of that shit. It was the four or two people in the match that put it over the edge for me.
0: And think about it, like one of the biggest feuds that they built for a year was Adam Page versus Kenny Omega finally facing off, and. You know, the AEW diehards were like, this is the greatest storytelling I've ever seen in my entire life. I've been waiting for years for this match. Since being the Elite Episode 3 Turf 22, I have been waiting for this match. And, you know, I'm like, okay, it's about time they faced off. Cool.
1: Brand those. Yeah, it feels like it's been the same storyline for two years. They just trade who's the... the character in the storyline I, when i put it on last night you got now it's uh, the factions are bullet club or a Combat club and and the jericho appreciation society are the beef and there's they rotate the singles match the tag match uh between those things that's still going on mjf's super confident he's going to win the title which means something's going to go wrong and it's it's you know we're three weeks away and you can i can already feel the whole pay-per-view that i'm going to be groaning at uh november 19th which is just a shitty way to be about these things. That's not what, what any of us want to spend an hour doing. It's almost to the point now where I'm like, if we didn't have this podcast, I'm not sure I would have any idea what was going on in AEW. Absolutely There's not. I there where I would. Good, good to you. I don't feel like that now. That's all I have I'm to a 100% say. agreement with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If, if it wasn't for us having to do this every week or wanting to do this every week, to sit down and talk to each other every week, I would not be watching AEW. I would not give a shit about it. I'd be like, check out the pay-per-view. Why would I watch AEW when I can watch Stardom, when I can watch New Japan, when I can watch Noah? We're going to watch very entertaining fucking professional wrestling. Yeah. It, instead, I, I, I'm I putting myself through two hours of, oh, God, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the real dud storylines out there. Tenman is back. That guy. Remember that guy? Tenman. The Tenman, the chairman of the board. Yeah. He was pushed into every fucking major faction for three years. Oh, this will get him over. This will get him over. This didn't do anything. Okay, Chris. Well, first of all, I was just curious
2: uh, where exactly that uh, person that was talking about how great the AEW feud between <laughs> Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Page, what exactly, what area is he from? I was curious about that accent.
0: Well, what, what did I get? Like I
2: don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It was, it was some Geek kind land. of weird nerd. <laughs> um,. I was yeah I mean if it wasn't for the podcast um and you know one of the things about the podcast is the same reason why you go to AEW it's for the hang just go out with your buddies and have a good time uh I would compare better things than watching AEW for me would be literally sitting in my basement staring into a corner zoning out and not thinking you know and I'm not saying that I actually really enjoy doing that so I'm not like saying that like (laughs) But it's just like it's just like anything else. There, this is not entertaining, and it's by it's just like I I'm not articulate enough to put my finger on what it is. I can tell you what it's not, and that is fun, not enticing. It's not interesting. It's not. It's just like oh, it's a, people watch wrestling. Because it's the thing they do on that night. Uh, um, I heard uh, was Eric Bischoff was talking about how like. There was someone was else that,
0: was, that put out numbers that like they did a um, poll. And they said that over uh, about 50% of WWE watchers watch it because it's what they did. And now it's what their kids do on, fr- on Monday and Friday nights. Like they just genera- generationally watch it. It's like, like Monday night football. You may not give a shit if, uh, you know, shit team number one is playing against shit team number two, but you've watched Monday Night Football every fucking week, and you know it's on, so you watch it anyway, right? right. Okay, Chris.
2: Uh, I was saying, um, Eric Bischoff, when asked about why Turner decided to put Nitro on against Raw, and the answer was because Monday night is the time when they go to watch wrestling. Right? I could put it on Tuesday, but nobody watches TV on Tuesday. Nobody watches TV on Friday. Right? At the time when Monday Night Raw came out, nobody watched if you did not go up against NBC on Thursday, you lost. What the fuck is the point? Just flush the money down the toilet. That was must see TV, if you remember those days. Right? So it's just people are accustomed, like you were just saying, people are accustomed to doing a thing, so they just continually do it every week. I still I still will go on a Monday night and flip through the menu and see Raw and turn it on, and then go, "What am I doing?" and turn it off. I,
0: I sometimes I, I force myself it. to stop doing
1: it.
2: Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, there's Raw. What the? F-? And then I'll and I go, "I'll give it a chance," and then it's just like some fucking cringe ass promo for three seconds or some other weird shit. And I'm just like, I'm fucking gone. And the problem is, is that what you were saying before is that you end up because everything is presented in this weird way that we're just so sick of seeing it all the time you end up missing some stuff like if i could just get here um uh from you know it it, it, this on my menu it had it all broken down into half hours like 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 they were half hour television shows and then this would be the you know what are they called the um the what are the usos and all that crew call whatever the, the bloodline
0: bloodline right
2: if this is the bloodline half hour. Okay, I'll turn it on and watch Jimmy or Jay Issu fight fight with Sami Zayn.
0: Apparently uh, it's half fucking half very it. funny. I'm not watching it, but it's, it's really good, but good. I'm
2: not watching it because I'm not going through it to find it. And I'm not watching the rest of the shit that surrounds it. Go back to fucking hour. Go I keep saying, Dude, man. I miss it. Bring it to an wrestling. hour on Saturday afternoons, man.
0: Dude, <laughs> I miss it. Get rid so of all much. this shit. Like what was the most some of the most intriguing television? fucking pro wrestling in the last 10 years it was freaking lucha underground the show was without commercials with 45 minutes and right. it told more storyline in 40, 45 minutes than three hours of raw does and well, I, you know everybody who came it was like triple h sticking over there. everything's going to change everything's gonna be great everything's gonna be wonderful triple h is here triple h is here i saw that they're still doing um the eo sky and uh dakota kai and all those people versus bianca Belair. they're still doing it he have been doing it for fucking four months the same storyline. They just fight each other again every
1: week. Okay, Brandon. I was going to make the same point Chris made at the end there where uh, yeah, Triple H is going to come do all this stuff until it gets to the point where they still, no matter what, must produce five hours of televised content every single week. I uh, AEW now, too, I think if you add up uh, dark, dark Elevation, Rampage, and Dynamite, they're putting out about five hours a week of content. And there's just no medium that needs to exist for five hours a week. Even if you're the biggest NFL fan in the world, you don't need to watch five straight hours of that shit. Anything gets boring. I, I, I don't get how uh, it just needs to be reduced. Like you, I, or at least not be every week. Uh, the, and I'm not saying just pay attention to the pay-per-views four times a year is, is too light. I would like to, to, if it was a decent show, I'd like to follow it more than that but geez louise man it's just like these these stories can't progress at this this speed <laughs>
0: it's imagine a television show, show and you watch it for, here, you watch man. it forever <laughs> you just watch it forever and it's nothing happens it's like the season two of the walking dead which was probably the last one i paid attention to where they were stuck on the farm because there was a writer's strike they just walked at around least, a farm for a fucking right. season that's what this. At is. Least they
2: had a reason.
0: <laughs> at least they had a legitimate right. reason. At least, at least they had this, a legit reason. No, it was just, you know, we haven't sold enough t-shirts. I I well, don't know what the fuck the common sense is except for like Brandon said to fill TV. They have to fill TV. We have 5 hours a week and this is what we have to do because we have to fill it.
2: Uh, can I can I just something that I noticed this morning when I got up. We don't watch the product so none of us know. Um, last night on Raw.
0: Go ahead. I want to Oscar. That's good.
2: Oscar. And Alexa Bliss beat Eosky and Dakota Kai for the Women's Tag Team Champions. There was a match involving Asuka and EO Sky on Raw on American television. Two fucking badasses. I don't know. This is why
0: I don't know, because I don't give a fuck. And, like, I'm in that, that Joshi circle that people would be stoked on. I ain't hearing nothing. Nobody's like, oh, that was great, or, hey, are you excited? No. They've now done it on house shows, and every week they faced each other for now fucking since SummerSlam. They're constantly on. It's boring. Jesus. It's unbelievable. (laughs) But this is our problem. This is our problem with fucking American wrestling in general on television. It stinks. Going live, it's fun. I mean, they had, you know, I don't have...
2: I understand they're going to do it on house show. That house shows that was always WWE's way of fleshing out whether or not a storyline is going to work on television. Um,
0: but yeah, I agree with you. It's just yeah, but house shows know, aren't are shown on television. Well, that's what I mean. So right.
2: But they're the it out.
0: They're doing it on television as
2: well. That's what I mean. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, Non-stop. Um, yeah, like it, you're going to do it on a house show. You go around the country. You just see how people feel about this. Oh, this fucking feud ain't working. Let's switch gears. And then and then once you feel like, you know, I, I remember years ago, um, we used to, uh, years ago, they used to do like, you know, Tatanka would work heel in the house shows. Let's just see how this goes. And then they stopped doing it. And then a year later, Tatanka was a bad guy because it worked. Tatanka. Tatanka. He actually did.
0: Remember when he showed up <laughs> in like a battle royal at WrestleMania and they didn't even announce Nobody him? said
2: anything. Nobody even announced that. Nobody even announced it. He was in a WrestleMania battle Royal and I was watching and I was like, what is a fucking (laughs) Tatanka? Like, why wouldn't you bring that up? Like you have a fucking, you have a section, a large section of your audience, right? Like, you know, Jim, you and I approaching 50, we don't represent a small section of WWE's audience. There's a lot of fucking guys out there oh, yeah. that are our age that still watch wrestling. Most of their right? audience
0: is people over a certain age.
2: Right. Like, why? <laughs> you know, and the other thing is, is, why would you, why would you, how are you going to get young people when you have, You know, the ability to watch eight million football games, every fucking baseball games on TV, every fucking basketball Tuesdays and Thursdays basketball. And what the fuck am I going to watch this shit for when real drama is playing out with real fucking real consequences playing out in the ring in front of me or uh, uh, on the TV in front of me? But there's guys like us like, why would you miss that? that's it was a big fucking deal like that was i it took me a minute and i was like yo damn and not only that i was i was invested in it because i wanted tatanka to win of course instead of just talking to my friends because i don't want to watch the andre the giant fucking battle royal because who gives a shit i was fucking like yo tatanka tatanka (laughs) this (laughs) is losing
1: my mind all right
0: are we done shitting all over this product
1: or what (laughs) i think so is that what are uh is that what we're I mean, concluding with more tatanka? more tatanka more tatanka more tatanka uh so anyway let me real
0: quick let me go through some stuff um so the tv title tournament in new japan for our wrestling uh evil defeated yoshihashi right so we got evil through. he's facing zach saber jr who f- defeated david finley that so we get an Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. show, which could be fun because it seems like Zack Sabre Jr. has got Evil's number in this fucking stuff. Then Renderita faced Torriano. And of course you're like, oh God, it's Torriano. But one cool thing, I watched these two matches. Torriano comes out he starts doing his shtick with the chair and he's got the spray bottle and he's got his 20 DVDs and, you know, he's doing, ooh. Renderita runs in and kicks him right in his fucking face as he goes to the fucking entrance. Beats his ass the whole match. Ends up winning in eight minutes. And then we get Sonata defeated Kenta in about 14 minutes. And that was a pretty good match, too. Um, but then we get meat So, going into this... I'll take a look at this card. So, I got this card up. It's for... Osa, it's the Osaka show. It's called New Japan Battle Autumn 2022. It's in Osaka. It's happening this weekend, I believe. The fifth. Yeah, it's happening this weekend. I'll go through this card real quick. There's some stuff to be excited about. So, junior heavyweight tag... Uh, Junior heavyweight tag title, United Empire, who are the champs. Now, it's Francisco Akira, which I talked to you guys last year about him showing up with the lighter. It was really cheesy. And TJP, (laughs) vaccine hater TJP, versus Bushi and Teton, which actually could be a pretty good match. But here's the fun stuff. Ready? Here we go. So you guys know what's going on with Carl Anderson, right? He's got the never-open weight title, but he signed to WWE. Now, I don't know if this is a designed storyline or whatever. but Carl Anderson won't relinquish the title. He shouldn't have to. So they've signed a match between Hikaleo, who's the challenger, and Yujiro Takahashi is filling. The hole. I think we get it, we get an upgrade in performance with Yujiro Takahashi over Carl Anderson, honestly. Brandon
1: Thus. Yes, we probably do get an upgrade with that, but um I think as exciting as these matches are, uh my prime directive with this podcast is for something to happen that the three of us can laugh at. Right. So whether that comes from TJP or Carl Anderson, you know, I'll take it here. The one thing with New Japan is sometimes it will get a little serious. Yeah, it's serious almost reasons. too good. We need some goofy goofy shit to happen in up front.
0: Chris thoughts. Oh.
2: Mm. Well, if he's holding on to this belt then I would expect that maybe their contract with WWE might not be as uh, – we're just assuming that their contracts are as tight as they used to be. They may not be. Not with a guy like that. It's happened. It's happened in the past. You know, I mean, they would let guys work the Stu Hart show. They traded Christian to TNA for <coughs> Ric Flair so he can do the Hall of Fame speech when the Four Horsemen went in. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, especially for people who do not really matter, a.k.a. Carl Anderson. So, you know, I don't know. I, 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 if they didn't, if Carl Anderson was just like, didn't acknowledge it, is he not, is he acknowledging it? Yeah,
0: he's acknowledging it.
2: Yeah, so then I'm sure something's in the works. Maybe their contract's only a few months. Maybe they're only contracted to pop up for a few months, and then they'll go back and do whatever the fuck they want.
0: The funny thing about this whole thing is that, okay, so Hikaleo faces Yujiro. It's not for the never open way title. It's just to fill the hole because Carl Anderson refuses to show up. Hikaleo beats Yujiro Takahashi. Are we getting Carl Anderson in a title match at Wrestle Kingdom against Hikaleo? This is fucking... Carl Anderson, big money Carl Anderson, big draw. People will be traveling from around Southeast Asia and the United States to go watch this. They're
1: like, fuck yeah, I need my Carl Anderson. I need Carl Anderson in my life. Brandon thoughts. We just might be, man. That, that'll that really spark the flame here. That, that'll carry us through the end of the year, through Q4, the excitement over Carl Anderson, Nicky Leo here. Yeah, it's kind
0: of funny because they started this whole thing saying how we should be excited about New Japan r- Pro Wrestling. This is the first thing we really get. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Carl Anderson in 2022. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, so uh, world, title t- uh, world television title. I can't spit that one out. World te- television title tournament semifinal match. Sonata vs. Ren, Vin- Ren Narita I, hey, Jesus Christ and they will face, the winner of that will face the winner of Zack Sabre Jr. vs. Evil there is no fucking way Sonata is not going to be <laughs> winning this match I get a feeling we're getting Sonata vs. Evil again
1: let's get excited for New Japan Sonata vs. Evil at oh, Wrestle boy. Kingdom Brandon thoughts I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to shit on this I don't know, I, I, we haven't watched this in so long I feel like, has Sonata could Sonata have gotten better? Uh, you know, he he made it all the way to the end of the G1 during the pandemic and then kind of just disappeared from my mind. Um, I don't know. I don't want to have an opinion yet. Maybe maybe we'll just have to just take a look at one of these. Chris, thoughts on this?
2: I think if you check the tape, Brandon said that this was this title belt was made for. David Finley,
0: <laughs> that, was that was me. Oh, is that you? That that was said?
2: That was oh, this one's
0: got David Finley written all over it.
2: Um, look. Two matches on a massive card. I'm just glad it's one fucking night. I don't care about the rest.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Right? Who gives you shit? I, I got to say, man, I don't... Zack Sabre Jr.'s got it. First of all, Zack Sabre Jr.'s doing promos in Japanese. It's fucking hilarious. English and Japanese. He's just going, Hi. Hey, so this ne. Hi, hey, hi. Hey, so this ne. Hi. Hi. Hi, so this doing. It's, it's, it's stupid. I love it. I'm so glad that dude told WWE they could they could shove it <laughs> with yep. their contract. Yes, they did. Him hey, and fucking uh, Kota Bushi. Both were like, well, yeah, Kota
2: Bushi cares. wasn't Kota Bushi like, oh wait, I don't get all of my merch sales. Fucking blow me. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> Tag team match is an interesting one. El Desperado and Horomo Takahashi versus Master Wado, Brandon's favorite, and Taiji Ishimori. Get a little mashup of people that don't really belong. Let me get into. Okay, we'll talk about this one first. Uh, Brandon's
1: awesome. No, I don't have anything to say okay, Master, Master Wado, alright, tag team, let's go <laughs> Alright, that what does one Blue haired goober
0: Kazuchika Okada and Tamatanga Versus Bullet Club, Jay White and Kenta This one should be pretty fucking good But I think it ties into the next one We get an IWGP tag team Title match Brandon, who's the IWGP tag team champ? Do you know? FTR? Chris, who is it? I want to say FTR. It is
2: FTR. Okay. I was yeah. just checking to
0: see if you guys were I was not.
2: I was on the fence because I wasn't sure if they were the tag team champ or the junior tag team champs.
0: No, no, no. The full-on full tag the full team time, champ. Full time. They so FD, juniors we're getting FTR versus United Empire, which I think ties into this 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 other match. I think we might get Shogada and Tamatanga versus somebody.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: But, uh, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match. Will Ospreay versus Tetsuya Naita. Will Ospreay's the champ. This actually, I mean, for all the things that we say about Will Ospreay, I think fucking this would be a pretty damn good match Brandon, Love
1: Where's Jay White at? I'm sick of most of these fucking guys we've Jay talked White's about. Jay in that, White's in that Kazuchika Okada match. Was he? Did we name him there? Okay. Jay
0: White's the champ. He's facing Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. This is what this all is, building up to Wrestle Kingdom, because we still have tag tournament. Which is the the snooze fest before Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, but it leans it leans into my whole
2: philosophy of taking your foot off the fucking gas for a few minutes and let everybody clear collect their thoughts, mm-hmm. digest the story that you've been telling. We're going to tell the sidebar that really don't mean shit, right? We're going to have that that middle uh, of the season episode where they go back and explain why we ended up where we ended
0: up at episode That's exactly one. what this is.
2: That's fine. I don't fucking care about that. They need to do this shit more instead of just being like, and we're going to do it again, and we're going to do it again, and we're going to do it again, because you can't fucking do it every week, and you end up having to rerun wrestling shows to be just bitched about for a fucking hour. This
0: entire card, if you look the way this card is built, or if you heard the way this card is built, is built around hey, remember these guys? This is why they don't like each other, and why they're feuding. Before Wrestle Kingdom in another month. We're in fucking November. We're two months away from Wrestle Kingdom. Terrifying. So we got Kazuchika Okada and. Flame uh, on! We got Kazuchika Okada and Tamatanga Tama who don't like Jay White. Jay White's facing Okada in the fucking title match at Wrestle Kingdom. And you got Kenta there who's a dick. Who's gonna take the pin? But he's the dick get, of the crew. Get this gimmick: is I'm a dick. He's a fucking dick. It doesn't get better than that. It's
1: That's amazing. a
2: gimmick. Yeah, I'm a dick.
1: That is indeed a gimmick.
2: <laughs> Here's a book. One cover, I'm a good guy on it. The other cover, I'm a dick. He's a switch him up.
0: asshole. Fantastic hair though. Yeah, and we get the United Empire, the FDR things. I do not think FDR is gonna be in a tag tournament, but uh, they're definitely gonna be on Wrestle Kingdom. I think
2: but i'm actually uh, i
0: just
2: they're over with me i i i'm um, i like when they come out and if they're not i mean a couple weeks ago they came out and then they brought out tenman which kind of sandbagged oh. the shit out of them but still i um you know they're they're it's um it is a skill making tag team uh, matches not formulaic and 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 not just a bunch of fucking moves that make no sense and and they're very good at it so i do enjoy their their matches
0: like, you know, uh, Wrestle Kingdom's in a month. We only know two mat Well, we know two matches. No, we know three matches now. Because we get the IWGP women's title match, which is going to be Kyrie versus uh, Mayo Watani. But we I'm not the, watching that. We have the junior heavyweight title match and we have the heavyweight title match. It's the only matches we know. We could fill actually, in blanks and figure out the rest, but go ahead. Actually, I am watching that because if that match was what I wanted it to be,
2: which is Kyrie versus Momo Watanabe, I my head would pop.
1: <laughs>
0: there you go. It has anything I said made you excited for uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Brandon?
1: Oh, jeez, man. I, I think, I again, I, I don't want to just sound like a piece of shit, but the true answer is no, not yet. I, I think some, t- some time and some investment on my end, possibly, but just no. No right now. And since the stardom show, all of this shit has just felt flat. This just is what it is. I'll get over it. You know what's interesting and I I watched this. They did uh, I've been
0: trying to catch up on stardom. It's just like, you know, it's kind of tough, but um because it's tag league. But one thing that they do in stardom and they do this for all their big shows, their big tournaments is they have a presentation ceremony where they bring everybody out that's in their blocks and they come out and they all get a separate entrance and they stand on stage for a big like fireworks and lights. They did it for their tag league. Every single tag came out. They all have their names like names they made up. Every team has a name. It's not just like, oh, here's Queens Quest team number one. You know I mean? There are a couple people, and they have they make up their own name, and they add some like spice to it. They make it feel like, okay, these these aren't just a bunch of tag teams that are together. This is guys that are, are working together, or women that are working together to work better, and we are now a unit. You know, like uh, uh, Tom and Natsu Poi. They're a tag team. They're the champs. They're not just Tom and Natsu Boy. They made up their own name. They're now called Meltier, whatever the fuck that means. Stars! <laughs> yeah, they're not just stars. Uh, Natsuko and. the no uh, fuck! Natsuko, Tora, and Ruaka, the two chubby girls, they're their they're tag team. They're Body Mass Index 2000. That's their name.
2: That's fucking awesome. It's brilliant. I find myself watching when we watch Stars, or what I watch <laughs> Stardom. <laughs> watch stardom. I just sit in the basement and yell the name of the faction, whatever the from. Really, the two is just stars and Queen's Quest. <laughs> and I just sit in my basement, and there's a, a development by my house called King's Cross. Oh. King's Croft. So when I drive past that, Queen's Quest at King's Croft. <laughs> It's true. Constantly. <laughs> don't make any fucking sense. I take pictures of it and send them to people while I'm driving. Yeah! Don't make any fucking sense. I'm going to die in my truck.
0: But that <laughs> but that small thing, back to the wrestling, that, that one small thing, the presentation of stardom, makes it feel like it's a big deal. As opposed to New Japan, it's like, guess what? Next one's tag leave. <laughs> and then they do a press nope. conference, and it's just, there we go.
2: They do that in the, uh, what do you call it? it? It makes sense when they do it. Uh, if you're familiar with the Ryder Cup, which is like the international teams of golfers play against one another. Oh, okay. The day before it starts, big fucking presentation, and everybody's up there with their teams. So it is something that's done. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's legit. I, I, I dig that. I think it makes it feel special instead of just being like, oh, we're doing this thing next.
0: Brent, any final thoughts on this before we move on to uh, the most important news of so the uh
1: of the week. No, on that starting point, you know, speaking of wrestling companies that have to put out five hours of content every fucking week, maybe that would be something that would be make uh, this matter a little bit more. Eat some time and become more interesting. Not yeah, I mean. a bad idea, Jim. Yeah.
0: All right. How about Kenji Mudo's retirement tour? brandy you ready oh for boy? This? I know you're fucking excited. I'm not, but let's are. do it. Let's yeah. talk about it, ready. So this match already happened. <laughs> He's got four matches coming. Some of them we know the the matches. Some we don't. So, Kenji Mudo, Fuji, and Inamura versus Tanahashi, Makabe, and Tomoyaki Hanma. That's match number one. January 1st at at the Budokan, we get Kenji Mudo versus Shinsuke Rick Nakamura, Langer. which is big fucking news. His first match back in Japan since joining WWE, I believe. He had that match of the WWE, it was like a WWE tour he had a match January 22nd we get Sting and Muda tagging up against the Great Muda, sorry this is the last appearance of the Great Muda, not Kenji Muda Keiji Muda, you know for years I've been calling him Kenji, he's Keiji and his final match is on the 21st of February, we we don't have it announced yet but
2: Nakamura,
0: Nakamura and a (laughs) Noah ring exciting, I guess Brandon, thoughts
1: could be. I mean, uh, I'm more interested in the last match of the Great Muda than Keiji yes, Muda. Yeah. There's a lot more mysticism involved there. Mm-hmm. But we, When we saw him, he doesn't move very well. No, uh, you said he didn't look very good in that final Noah show. No, he didn't. So, sounds like a lot of pomp and circumstance and uh, a little yeah. bit of Nakamura carrying him. A lot of smoke and mirrors to make him look good, man. Yes. <laughs> well, one thing that I didn't mention
0: was that, uh, uh, uh what's his name, uh, the Great O'Carney, was wrestling... Uh, what the fuck's his name? The goofy guy. Oh, Tor, Tor, uh, Toriano. And uh, Kenji Muto. No, sorry. The Great Muta came out and sprayed fucking Okan in the face and blinded Okan. And O'Con lost the match. But then the next show, O'Con came out with his head wrapped up like a mummy with green makeup all over it, pretending he was blind to crawl into the ring on all fours. It was magnificent. I that, love that. That guy's a true pro. AJ trooper. Styles covered in dirt that's it blew it blew it that's what you need to do fucking blew it he should have had green stuff on his face for the next month and slowly it was starting to clear up you know like it was less green less green so he was back to well, normal if you remember
2: when hot stuff eddie gobert spray painted the missing links back yellow because remember. he was a coward he's a, he a coward yellow bell yellow black and yellow then back. It, yeah he uh he spayed he painted him yellow and then the missing link wrestled for weeks with yellow spray paint still on his back it was because he couldn't get the pay- paint off it was not because they had taped all those matches right after they sprayed him with the paint then aired them over the course of a month and a half and Jim Ross like, I gotta look at well this is young Jim Ross you gotta look at that missing link this man hasn't taken a bath in over a week
0: <laughs> so well done um one year, I was going to be the Missing Link for Halloween. They got shot down by my wife. Uh, Brandon, look up the Missing Link pro wrestler for how he looked. This was going to be me for Halloween. I had Here the furry boots and everything. I was ready to go. I got shot down. Would <laughs> <laughs> <But> you <laughs> have shaved your head like that? I'm so fucking literally. I was uh, you going, you make a Halloween
2: costume. You fucking commit. Yeah, you commit to it. I bleached my hair so white to be sting. It fucking fell out. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking breaking off when I was putting it into a flat top.
0: It was like half of the uh, the card at uh, Halloween Havoc 91. Oy vey. So, not excited, excited about Keji Buda's retirement tour. Chris, are you going to catch all these shows? No,
2: um, I will. I'm curious. He's not no, going to be. Oh,
0: he has announced he's not going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. He, his body can't take it, believe it or not. It's true. He's like, I can't do two, two, two matches in a weekend. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. So he's got Sting. Tagging with Sting as the great mood. Okay. Guessing. All
2: right. Who are they wrestling? We don't know.
0: Don't know yet. I heard they're Better just gonna—they're be... gonna dig Big, Big Van Vader out of the uh, earth, just prop him up in the corner. Gary Hart. Skin <laughs> <getting cracked> <laughs> There's gonna be a bunch of dead guys in the corner. Be, it's <laughs> versus Big Van Vader, and Terry Gordy. It'll be no. It'll be. <laughs> It'll be all those this tombstones from ha- Halloween Havoc 91 will be
2: up in the corner they have to wrestle. Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, but I don't care. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't, you know. Look, great Muda it's fantastic. He it, should have retired a long over time the top. ago. It's going to be, be over the top. If they actually took their time, put it together in a way that he doesn't look as old as he looks, then it's it'll awesome be a man. night. Then it will be a night you can't miss. There you go.
0: There you go. I'm waiting to you. say that well for, like, done. a minute. Yeah. This was a, rant. this was a ranting episode. Well done. We needed to do it. We had to get it out. It's all positivity after this, all right? All I right. Hope. I hope.
2: Well, I won't pretend. Um, You know, fuck <laughs> them. No,
0: yeah, I wouldn't pretend. <laughs> you either.
2: know, this was not good, And uh, but we're going to find, you know, it's... We try to 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 sift through the shit so you don't have to, right? Yes, we do. And um, we're not out here. If you listen to the way that we talk about things, we never this guy sucks, that guy. This isn't. I would have sometimes there's some of that AJ Styles with the dirt, but I think we're
0: right. I think there. we're right there. We're absolutely 100% yeah. I think they.
2: I, we're not saying they fucked up. We're saying they missed an opportunity that would have been really cool, even if it was just one week. Absolutely He correct. disappeared for a couple of days and came back. I was like, "Cause you know how he is. I got out. I'm, I'm <laughs> free.
0: The... You thought you could dig? I dug myself out like Kill Bill. <laughs> could you imagine if like a, an old Chevy came pulling up, covered in dirt, dust blowing off it, and then he opens the door, <laughs> dirt comes pouring out of the I seat, and he's gone. <laughs> like, well, but that's just a missed missed opportunity, man. It's a shame.
2: But um, you know, we always try to, like I say, like it's. Uh, I'm not going to shit on the guys doing the work in the ring. I mean, they're in there. They're fucking working their asses off. And a lot of times they do a good job. You can only make fucking chicken salad out of chicken shit so many fucking times before it just ends up just, you know, it gets fucking redundant. And that's just where we are. And it's where we've been. Um, I've never been. I've enjoyed my my AEW, but it's never it's never blown me. Like blown me away. It's just been another wrestling show on TV, and uh, I think that uh, the bar was set so high. I think that we were we were in a rare time when we were younger, and we saw the NWO come in. That was a big deal. Say what you will about it now. When it happened, it was fucking amazing. I sent you guys that video of Ric Flair and The Rock. Ric Flair was ah, it's, I got it, got got There was a split second in that video where The Rock's beating on Ric Flair, and he starts doing the Ric Flair strut. Mm -hmm. And I showed it to my wife, and I was like, this guy truly was electrifying. Mm -hmm. Him doing it three, not even a second. I don't even know if it was a whole second of him strutting like Ric Flair. And you were just like, this is fucking great.
0: He made Hulk Hogan interesting in that match.
2: It put Hulk Hogan back over. NWO Hulk Hogan was just like, eh and then he had a match with hulk hogan which also you know a lot of it had to do with the fact that like one started working heel and the other one started working babyface in the middle of a fucking match at wrestlemania i'm sure hogan had something to do with that say what you will about hogan he was the reason why he was he was over for as long as he was even though he because he didn't do shit right um but i'm just saying you know i mean i think that we 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 i'm not one of these guys that says it was better when but i think we were definitely they hit a peak that's going to be very hard to hit again i think they hit a peak
0: they hit a peak and they've been trying to recapture that exact same recapture and it's just impossible
2: instead of doing something different
0: you got to do something new
2: never going to get there again do something different
1: Mm -hmm. yeah brendan yeah i completely agree i think you're probably it's mostly adult wrestling fans at this point watching aew don't make everything feel so predetermined. Uh, when I was a kid, I really didn't know who was going to win. That was one of my favorite parts about wrestling because I was just an idiot child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just surprise me as an adult. I already can feel the next three AEW champions coming down the line. I don't need that. Do something different. Uh, don't do what you think you're you're supposed to be doing because you're a wrestling company.
0: And that's another thing that I've complained about before is the constant need to see how the sausage is made with professional wrestling. And when it's presented right. in the United States as a television show I don't want to be spoiled and knowing how things go down ahead of time and having it so spilled out in front of you so it's super easy to figure out it doesn't make it compelling at all you know if you re- if you read the game of thrones books and you knew that the red wedding was happening you probably didn't have as much as an impact as me who had no idea it was going to happen and when it happened my wife was crying on the cr- couch next to me and I was going why why
2: yeah. I, what was oh so perfect example back to what we, we, you just said um there was a period so there's two things i uh, will use them both i guess uh, I'll, I'll just put them all on two things i hated watching like the anxiety i felt watching game of thrones in the week leading up to the next episode like it's you wanted to watch it but you also wanted the season to be over right was like the anxiety you feel when i was younger and there'd be like like if the flyers were in the playoffs and i'd be like fuck why do the flyers have to be on the night because now i'm gonna have this fucking anxiety and this possible disappointment that may take place and game of thrones was like that you know and 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 and, and that's like you want this feeling of i don't know what's gonna fucking happen next and maybe if like an AEW, WWE is going to do what they do till the dawn, till the end of fucking time, till they go out of business. This is never going to change. But like, do you ever like you do the word jumble, right? If the word find, that's mm-hmm. what it is, the one where you find the words. And you can, you can, well, the jumble is a different pro. Right, pro- I know. Yeah. I like to do the jumble. Um, <laughs> the 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 jumble. The word, the word find, mm-hmm. and you kind of like, if you pull the page back and all the scrambled letters and words will pop up out of it, you'll see them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe they should just take the entire like structure of what they do in AEW and just shake it the fuck up and then just see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Like I said to you guys before, the one guy I could see with a successful AEW title run Right now, if I look at it, that would be the most probably the most interesting and fun title run that they could do right now, and it doesn't have to be long, it doesn't have to be meaningful, is Jonathan Silver. People would go fucking bananas if yeah. Scoofball got the belt for a Kingston. yeah would be a fucking week. Yeah.
0: Or Kingston.
1: Yeah.
2: Or Kingston. But, you know, even Kingston, like, you see him, like, Kingston has this, 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 not to get too granular, but Kingston has this, like, people are such fans of his, which I understand, that there's going to be a large portion of the, of the audience that might be like, he's going to win this match. Jonathan Silver, he's never going to win. Right. He's never going to win the championship for them. If you put the belt on a guy like that, it would fucking fuck everything up. Right it would make it interesting even if you have him not lose it for like six months he just keeps fucking hanging on to this thing but be able to sense it when he starts to kind of lose traction and people are getting sick of it and take it off him
0: I mean they did it with Jericho in WWE when he went and won the title he won two matches and won the title on, on Raw that in one time. night yeah. nobody expected him to win that time was nope ninety nine. it or shifts, was?
2: shifts the entire way that you plan your programming hmm.
1: well it could right. have been 99 he wasn't there yet <laughs> And just kind of going back to that Game of Thrones analogy, it's like when Ned Stark dies in the first season, you're like, oh, if this can happen, then anything can
2: happen. Anything can happen. Then it's no longer formulaic. If you want to make it formulaic, make the formula. You don't know what the fuck is going to go on next.
1: Think about, like,
0: when uh, another example is, like, what was it, Osaka Joe Hall, where uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. just comes to the ring unannounced in white gear. think shibata's music hits and the the crowd who can't cheer they have to clap have wet fucking masks because of the covid and they're (laughs) crying into their fucking masks and then he has the match and he's like i'm back and then he has an unannounced match at fucking wrestle kingdom he's just like yeah i'm doing it it was unannounced no one knew the only people that knew were shibata his opponent and the booker it was shocking shock us
1: yeah i'll make it predictable here we go. Take a guy's brain out. Put it back in. Send That's him, him into Wrestle Kingdom. what
0: a... Yeah. Those Japanese doctors are really ahead of the time, man. all of them are Dr. Frankensteins. What that I that? I, ver-
2: I very rarely post on... I never post on Twitter. I yeah, maybe have two it. Twitter do posts. No, no, no. no. So I had to. This one. Because I don't give a shit. These motherfuckers in the wrestling, online wrestling world, whatever the hell you call it, uh, they're noise to me. I-W-C. They don't matter. But... um. Somebody posted, if there was one thing you could change in modern wrestling, what would it be? My comment was just Meltzer.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Surprisingly, I got no responses to that. I'm probably not on anybody's algorithm or That's in their what happens. feed. It was probably so buried it didn't matter. But
0: every once in a while you get one. I got a couple likes here and there. I don't fucking care. I put yeah, it out in the void. Shit. Put it out in the put void. Maybe Post and is. ghost. Yep. I got go. a couple arguments. It's not worth it.
1: No, it's not. Yeah. All right, guys.
0: Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, thanks All for joining right. us this week and joining us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow. To tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we'll be back here next week.